Today is September the 20th. Today, we see the glory of the Lord leaving the temple. Today, as we read through the Bible in a year, I'd like you to read Ezekiel chapters 8 through 11. Now, in these chapters, uh, chapters 8 and 9, tell us of the way in which um, Israel's priests at the very end of uh, Israel's time in Palestine actually turned the temple into a temple of false gods, not just a temple dedicated to the Lord God. Second Chronicles chapter 36, verse 14 says, All the leaders of the priests and the people became more and more unfaithful. They followed all the pagan practices of the surrounding nations, desecrating the temple of the Lord that had been consecrated in Jerusalem. In chapter 8 of Ezekiel, we see reference being made to idols in the temple, to uh, inappropriate animals being sacrificed on the altar. Because of all of this, when we come to chapter 9, Ezekiel has a vision of the glory of the Lord leaving the Holy of Holies, coming through the holy place, going through the courtyard, finding a spot above uh, the four creatures that were described in Ezekiel chapter 1. And then those creatures lift the glory of the Lord from the temple. The glory of the Lord departs the temple in chapter 10. Chapter 11, this brings judgment as God's glory leaves Jerusalem. Enjoy today as you read Ezekiel 8 to 11. Ezekiel 8 to 11, New Living Translation, Ezekiel 8. Then on September 17th, during the sixth year of King Jehoiachin's captivity, while the leaders of Judah were in my home, the sovereign Lord took hold of me. I saw a figure that appeared to be a man. From what appeared to be his waist down, he looked like burning flame. From the waist up, he looked like gleaming amber. He reached out what seemed to be a hand and took me by the hair. Then the Spirit lifted me up into the sky and transported me to Jerusalem in a vision from God. When I was taken to the north gate of the inner courtyard of the temple, where there is a large idol that has made the Lord very jealous, suddenly the glory of the Lord of Israel was there, just as I had seen before in the valley. Then the Lord said to me, Son of man, look toward the north. So I looked, and there to the north beside the entrance of the gate near the altar stood the idol that had made the Lord so jealous. Son of man, he asked, Do you see what they are doing? Do you see the detestable sins the people of Israel are committing to drive me from my temple? But come, you will see even more detestable sins than these. Then he brought me to the door of the temple courtyard, 
where I could see a hole in the wall. He said to me, Now, son of man, dig into the wall. So I dug into the wall and found a hidden doorway. Go in, he said, and see the wicked and detestable sins they are committing there. So I went in and saw the walls covered with engravings of all kinds of crawling animals and detestable creatures. I also saw the various idols worshipped by the people of Israel. Seventy leaders of Israel were standing there with Jehazaniah, son of Shaphan, in the center. Each of them held an incense burner, from which a cloud of incense rose above their heads. Then the Lord said to me, Son of man, have you seen what the leaders of Israel are doing with their idols in dark rooms? They are saying, The Lord doesn't see us. He has deserted our land. Then the Lord added, Come, I will show you even more detestable sins than these. And he brought me to the north gate of the Lord's temple, and some women were sitting there weeping for the god Tammuz. Have you seen this? he asked. But I will show you even more detestable sins than these. Then he brought me to the inner courtyard of the Lord's temple, at the entrance of the sanctuary, between the entry room of the bronze altar, there were about twenty-five men with their backs to the sanctuary of the Lord. They were facing east, bowing low to the ground, worshipping the sun. Have you seen this, son of man? he asked. Is it nothing to the people of Judah that they commit these detestable sins, leading the whole nation into violence, thumbing their noses at me, and provoking my anger? Therefore I will respond in fury. I will neither pity nor spare them." And though they cry for mercy, I will not listen. Ezekiel 9 Then the Lord thundered, Bring on the men appointed to punish the city. Tell them to bring their weapons with them. Six men soon appeared from the upper gate that faces north, each carrying a deadly weapon in his hand. With them was a man dressed in linen who carried a rider's case at his side. They all went into the temple courtyard and stood beside the bronze altar. Then the glory of the God of Israel rose up between the cherubim, where it had rested, and moved to the entrance of the temple. And the Lord called to the man dressed in linen, who was carrying the rider's case. He said to him, Walk through the streets of Jerusalem and put a mark on the foreheads of all who weep and sigh, because of the detestable sins being committed in their city. Then I heard the Lord say to the other men, Follow him through the city and kill everyone whose forehead is not marked. Show no mercy, have no pity. Kill them all, old and young, girls and women, and little children. But do not touch anyone with the mark. Begin there at the temple. So they began by killing the seventy leaders. Defile the temple, the Lord commanded. Fill your courtyards with corpses. Go. So they went and began killing throughout the city. While they were out killing, I was all alone. I fell face down on the ground and cried out, O sovereign Lord, will your fury against Jerusalem wipe out everyone left in Israel? Then he said to me, The sins of the people of Israel and Judah are very, very great. The entire land is full of murder. The city is filled with injustice. They are saying, The Lord doesn't see it. The Lord has abandoned the land. So I will not spare them or have any pity on them. I will fully repay them for all they have done. Then the man in linen clothing, who carried the writer's case, reported back and said, I have done as you commanded. Ezekiel 10 In my vision I saw what appeared to be a throne of blue lapis lazuli, above the crystal surface, over the heads of the cherubim. Then the Lord spoke to the man in linen clothing and said, 
Go between the whirling wheels beneath the cherubim and take a handful of burning coals and scatter them over the city. He did this as I watched. The cherubim were standing at the south end of the temple when the man went in and a cloud of glory filled the inner courtyard. Then the glory of the Lord rose up from above the cherubim and went over the entrance of the temple. Then the temple was filled with this cloud of glory, and the courtyard glowed brightly with the glory of the Lord. The moving wings of the cherubim sounded like the voice of God Almighty, and could be heard even in the outer courtyard. The Lord said to the man in linen clothing, Go between the cherubim and take some burning coals from between the wheels. So the man went in and stood beside one of the wheels. Then one of the cherubim reached out his hand and took some live coals from the burning fire among them. He put the coals into the hands of the man in linen clothing, and the man took them and went out. All the cherubim had what looked like human hands under their wings. I looked, and each of the four cherubim had a wheel beside him, and the wings sparkled like beryl. All four wheels looked alike and were made the same. Each wheel had a second wheel turning crosswise within it. The cherubim could move in any of the four directions they faced. Without turning as they moved, they went straight in the direction they faced, never turning aside. Both the cherubim and the wheels were covered with eyes. The cherubim had eyes all over their bodies, including their hands, their backs, and their wings. I heard someone refer to the wheels as the whirling wheels. Each of the four cherubim had four faces. The first was the face of an ox, the second was a human face, the third was the face of a lion, and the fourth was the face of an eagle. Then the cherubim rose upward. These were the same living beings I had seen beside the Kibar River. When the cherubim moved, the wheels moved with them. When they lifted their wings to fly, the wheel stayed beside them. When the cherubim stopped, the wheel stopped. When they flew upward, the wheels rose up. For the spirit of the living beings was in the wheels. Then the glory of the Lord moved out from the entrance of the temple and hovered above the cherubim. And as I watched, the cherubim flew with their wheels to the east gate of the Lord's temple, and the glory of the God of Israel hovered above them. These were the same living beings I had seen beneath the God of Israel when I was by the Kibar River. I knew they were cherubim, for each had four faces and four wings and what looked like human hands under their wings, and their faces were just like the faces of the beings I had seen at the Kibar, and they traveled straight ahead just as the others did. Ezekiel 11 then the Spirit lifted me and brought me to the east gate of the Lord's temple, where I saw twenty-five prominent men of the city. Among them were Jeazaniah son of Azer and Pelatiah son of Benaniah, who were leaders among the people. The Spirit said to me, Son of man, these are the men who are planning evil and giving wicked counsel in this city. They say to the people, Is it not a good time to build houses? This city is like an iron pot. We are safe inside it like meat in a pot. Therefore, son of man, prophesy against them loudly and clearly. Then the Spirit of the Lord came upon me, and he told me to say, This is what the Lord says to the people of Israel. I know what you are saying, for I know every thought that comes into your minds. You have murdered many in this city and filled its streets with the dead. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. This city is an iron pot, all right. But the pieces of meat are the victims of your injustice. 
As for you, I will soon drag you from this pot. I will bring on you the sword of war you so greatly fear, says the Sovereign Lord. I will drive you out of Jerusalem and hand you over to foreigners, who will carry out my judgments against you. You will be slaughtered all the way to the borders of Israel. I will execute judgment on you, and you will know that I am the Lord. No, this city will not be an iron pot for you, and you will not be like the meat safe inside it. I will judge you even to the borders of Israel, and you will know that I am the Lord." For you have refused to obey my decrees and regulations. Instead, you have copied the standards of the nations around you. While I was still prophesying, Pelatiah, son of Benaiah, suddenly died. Then I fell face down on the ground and cried out, O sovereign Lord, are you going to kill everyone in Israel? Then this message came to me from the Lord, Son of man, the people still left in Jerusalem are talking about you and your relatives, and all the people of Israel who are in exile. They are saying, Those people are far away from the Lord. So now he has given their land to us. Therefore tell the exiles, This is what the Sovereign Lord says, Although I have scattered you in the countries of the world, I will be a sanctuary to you during your time in exile. I, the Sovereign Lord, will gather you back from the nations where you have been scattered." and I will give you the land of Israel once again. When the people return to their homeland, they will remove every trace of their vile images and detestable idols, and I will give them singleness of heart and put a new spirit within them. I will take away their stony, stubborn hearts and give them a tender, responsive heart, so they will obey my decrees and regulations. Then they will truly be my people, and I will be their God." But as for those who long for vile images and detestable idols, I will repay them fully for their sins. I, the Sovereign Lord, have spoken. Then the cherubim lifted their wings and rose into the air with their wheels beside them, and the glory of the God of Israel hovered above them. Then the glory of the Lord went up from the city and stopped above the mountain to the east. Afterward, the Spirit of God carried me back again to Babylonia, to the people in exile there. And so ended the vision of my visit to Jerusalem, and I told the exiles everything the Lord showed me. Scripture reading by Emily Herrera. Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll see judgment on the leaders of Israel.